Hello and welcome back to the Guys Like Us podcast. This is your host, Tyler Brondike. Today I'll be chatting with Nate Robitaille. Nate recently won an American football championship in the GFL in Germany. Stay tuned. Hello, everyone. Thanks for tuning back in to another episode of the Guys Like Us podcast. Today, I'll be chatting with Nate Robitaille. Nate has spent the last two years playing American professional football in Germany. He is fresh off of a championship with the Schwäbisch Hall Unicorns in the German Football League, which is the first division in Germany. We go back to 10, 15 years ago, growing up in the church in, in his hometown and in neighboring communities and his faith experience and journey and how he's been able to intertwine football into his faith as well, showing that work and ministry do tie together. I'm excited to share one story in particular as a little sneak peek. Nate shares that in the last season, he would come out of the tunnel, he would run over to the far end zone before the games, take a knee, take his helmet off, and just pray. Um, one of his coaches would, would see him do it, so he started to get involved, and then it was, it was a ripple effect. Other people started to join in and come and pray. And before every game, three or four guys would be joining Nate in prayer in the far end zone. So that's just a sneak peek, but there is so much more in this episode, and I'm excited for you guys to tune in. This is your host, Tyler Brondike. And today, for the Guys Like Us podcast, I'm joined with Nate Robitaille. Um, Based in Attleboro, Massachusetts, we um, Nate has recently been spending time in Germany playing for the Schwäbisch Hall Unicorns, playing football uh, over there now for two years. Um, so uh, without further ado, Nate, thanks so much for joining today. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Um, so just uh, to get things kicked off, I'd yeah. love to open up in prayer, mm-hmm. uh, as we do, as always, and I'd be happy to, to lead us. Oh, sounds good to me. Heavenly Father, thanks for bringing Nate and I together today. We're grateful, we're happy for this conversation and being able to, to to share this broadcast live, being on Facebook Live, Instagram, having the opportunity to share your message and what you've been pouring into Nate these past few years um, with all, all of these blessings and, and also challenges that, that have come along the way and just how these have made Nate stronger and, and just excited for this conversation and to hear more about this journey and how, he, how you were present and how you put your glory um, with him that entire time. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. So um, to, to get things started, I just want to hear a bit more about your faith experience um, from Attleboro, Massachusetts. Did you have like a come to Jesus moment? Was there a time in your life where you said, all right, this is, I've given my life to, to Jesus as, you know, I think as a lot of times culture deems? Um, I don't think there was a, a time that, that I was like a come to Jesus moment. I think for me it was kind of being raised in the church from from day one, and um, and it was just kind of something that as I grew older and got older through time, it was just something that I just kind of kept going and rolling with. It was nothing. I never kind of was like, oh, fall to my knees and dear God, I need your help and this and that. I've always just kind of been in my faith and in um, and in, in prayer and just kind of trying to live my life along how Jesus lived his. So it hasn't been really like come to Jesus moment, but it's been more of a, all right, I know my faith. This is what I'm doing. 
how do I how do I go deeper? Which is actually what I'm struggling with today. How do I get deeper? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I think the good thing is that everyone is in that is in those mm-hmm. shoes now. Everyone's looking to get deeper and finding out what what faith really means to them. Mm-hmm. As we know, it's a it's a personal journey. Um, but yet again, we see value in community, and I know that you have put yourself in community for these last ten years as well. Um, back at Sono College, and then you, and then being at the Waters Church in your hometown yeah. as well, you've been able to find this community. Um, and as you said, you know, staying the course, I think, is the yeah, overall the overall theme. Yeah. And definitely be, be bumps in the road. Um, do you think that there's been a time recently where you've really started to invest into your faith a bit more? I think it's been recently. Like um, going over to Germany and kind of being on my own, um, being able to play over there and kind of experiencing stuff by myself. And because I've always grown up going to church with the family every Sunday and, and stuff like that and being involved Monday through Friday in the church and doing this and that for the church. But kind of being over there by myself without having family there and going there every Sunday, it was kind of more on myself to, all right, I got to buckle down in my faith and just kind of learn more about what I, what my faith is about that corresponds with my life. Yeah. So it's just more of a trying to figure out how to how to have God guide me in a way to keep moving forward. Yes, absolutely. And I think I think for me too. I mean, when I went to Germany, you know, played soccer for a few months. I feel like when we get into these situations where we realize that we can't do it on our own. Yeah. Um, I think that's kind of when, when things start thing. to shift. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that you know, speaking on this time that you know, while you've been in Germany and being in season as well is there guys that you're able to chat with that you're able to have these conversations with i think a lot of times people feel that they're alone in this walk oh, right yeah no for sure um there was a uh my first year out in germany i had a guy uh, his name is david guatemala he uh he was really in his faith he was just really really in his faith we actually had the same cross as i bought him the same cross we we're kind of connected there in, in jesus and all that stuff and um my second year actually was kind of when I realized there's a lot more people in the sport and in the world that uh, kind of had the same views and same feelings as as I do about Christ. And the guys I lived with, like we have we have talks about. It. I remember there was one night we talked about the Bible and all the different things. I was about eating meat, eating yeah, meat yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's about eating meat in the Bible. We talked about it for a couple hours, Gosh, and it was just kind of like a thing. Okay. This is cool that I can I can sit back and wow this guy his faith is here his faith is here so it's it makes it easier to to speak about it not be afraid to speak about it knowing that there's guys around you that have the same uh, thoughts and feelings as you mm, absolutely so I know football has been a big part of your life as well and ha- has been something where you've kind of able you've been able to see yourself grow um, and especially recently that you've you know signed a pro contract but. I know that, you know, I, I'm sure the dream was always to play at the next level yeah. and then play in the NFL, and mm-hmm. I'm sure it's still is to play at the NFL. After you graduated college in 2015, there's a bit of, there's a gap uh, into 2016 before you officially signed that professional contract. So I want to know, what what was it like being in that time? I'm sure there's a lot, there's a lot of uncertainty. Um, well, how I'll were say, you able to, to keep moving forward? I'll say the uncertainty started my freshman year at Stonehill. When you when you uh, when you come in, you know, because you played soccer. When you come in mm-hmm. I, as a freshman, you the game is all new at that next level, and I wasn't getting very much playing time and stuff like that. So there was actually a time where I contemplating like, dang, should I transfer? Should I stop yeah. playing football? What's what's going on next? Yeah. I think that was probably one of the toughest times for me. Um, and I just had to lean and pray and do a lot of soul searching then because I didn't know what I was going to do. 
because it was coming it's different coming from you doing this this and then the third you're always on the field to just practicing <laughs> yeah and that was horrible but then um moving forward and uh that one that gap year between 2015 and 16 like that couple that probably seven eight month stretch was um that was tough too but it was something that I also I buckled down in my in my faith. I started going to church every Sunday yeah. uh, regularly, because um, you know at Stonehill was kind of you don't really. So after we graduated, I just started going to church regularly. But there was never really that, never really that thought of okay, I'm done playing football. I'm done. Um, um, I'm just done. It was yeah. always like I just kept things kept popping up. I kept praying about it. God kept blessing me with different things kept popping up left and right, and then finally. Um, one of my buddies who I come to Stone, you know, Nate Morris. Yeah. He he was out there the year before. He came up with an opportunity for me and said, if you're not doing anything, look at it. So I said, all right. And we took this opportunity and then, boom. Bam. <laughs> yeah. Passed it. Yeah. I got the contract. Just thank God for it. And I've been rolling ever since. And it's, it's been two years now. You know, mm-hmm. you, you played two seasons. I know the first season you were in Frankfurt. Yeah. And then you just made the transfer. Um and congratulations! Recently, you guys won the yeah, won, won the GFL, so GFL champions. Yeah, that's um, crazy. I know that you know for the, for a long time it was the the um, a, a team is up in Berlin that normally wins. Oh uh, yeah, Braunschweig. Braunschweig, <laughs> and then you guys you know took the throne this year. So, yeah. um, how was that experience for you? You know, coming in as a foreigner, and um, you know, there's a lot of other Americans too, but mm-hmm. stepping into this place and then all of a sudden having the opportunity to play in the you know championship game. 13, 15,000 people there. Yeah. Um, definitely a, a bigger crowd than what you're used to, especially yeah, at Stonehill and, <laughs> and and regular season games too. Um, so I just wanted to know, you know, how, how did that all happen for you? Was going into that game, what were some things that that you started to, you know, what was that vision or, or, or how did that look into, you know, pregame preparations? As I know that for you, there's something that you always do before you, you know, hop onto the field. Um, well, for me, before, like, there's, there's pictures of it all over the place, but for me, after um, after the, after everybody comes out of the tunnel and does their player introductions, I run over to the far end zone, take a knee, and I just take my helmet off and just just give thanks and, yeah. and, and pray. I mean, there's people, uh, it was actually one of my coaches, he saw me do it, so then he wanted to get involved, and so he started doing it, and another player came, and it kind of just trickled like that, and then we ended up having three or four guys praying before right after the coin toss before uh for every game so it was cool and um actually there was a lady who took a picture of us all standing there and that was like her first time at a game or something like that and she took a picture of it and it was really cool for her to see that's awesome so i mean that's that was kind of my my pregame routine besides the music and getting ready getting and jumping up. around yeah i always i always make sure right before the game come down on one knee and just thank god for the opportunity and keep me safe throughout the game and that fans and everybody else. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, and now that you're back here, um, have, you know, have a few months now in particular that kind of start getting back and as you said, invest in your faith and, and kind of get back into what this all means to you. Um, I know that there's definitely some questions that you have now too. So I want to hop in a bit more into the challenges that you've been facing in your walk and just how you're actively seeking actively, actively, yeah. you know, questioning as, being a disciple, it's important to, to be a learner, right? And to continue to seek and ask. And with that comes questioning too. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. I think, you know, as long as we continue to have our trust and know where our trust lies, um, we can we can ask those questions. So in particular, I know 
I think a lot of people start to associate Christianity and they put labels on people. Yes. So I want to know your thoughts just on, on that theme in general and really what that means to you. Labels in Christianity are usually, you know, through, through growing up and your friends and they see you going to church and you say you're Christian and stuff like that, they kind of get uh, not, not, I used to turned off by it. Like I, I used to bring friends to church and they would come and they would be like before they have like a basketball set up, so we play basketball and play sports. Yeah. And then when we got into the learning part of it, it was kind of like, they weren't turned off by it, but they just didn't really interest them. But I also think that's an upbringing thing. So like if you're really yeah. not that interested from a, from almost like a young age or wasn't taught that at a young age, just like anything you do, if you're taught at a young age, you kind of roll it through life. So just that whole aspect of growing up and, um, just hearing hearing your friends say, "Oh, uh, we we don't go to church," this and that, you, you kind of question yourself. Then why why do I go to church? Yeah. What's the what's the reason I go to church if these guys aren't waking up at waking up on Sundays and going to church at nine a.m. with you and their families and stuff like that? So I think growing up, that was kind of um, my question as I got older was why are why are these kids not going to church? And I've always been going. Yeah, so that was a big question for me. But then as I got older and into my faith and and learned about what Jesus can do for you in your life and my and faith and seeing miracles happening and working like that and just kind of asking for praise and forgiveness and praying, um, it just kind of stuff went out the window. Like for my, yeah. I got touches the other day. For me, it's just kind of like I just always I'm always moving forward, always to the next thing. So for me, that kind of just went out the window, and I just kind of always been trying to just pr- profess and keep my face strong, keep it going, no matter what's going on around me. Absolutely. And that, I, I think that is, you know, kind of leads well to the next question too. I know that you focus a lot on the present and being where you are mm-hmm. now. And we had this conversation just yesterday yeah. about going back into the past, seeing what we've done mm-hmm. and being like reflective on it. But I, obviously there's importance in not dwelling in the past, but I think there is importance in seeing kind of where we've come from and what we've done. Yeah. Um, and just kind of, you know, peeking back at it almost and, and just kind of taking doses from that and then take, carrying that over into what, into where you are now and mm-hmm. to propel you forward. But, you know, that being said, I know that you, that you live in the, in the present quite well yeah. and it's good because I think that's admirable. A lot of people don't, yeah. I am always worried about the future, <laughs> worried about what, what's going to happen next. But I want to know, you know, is that, is that, is that subconscious for you now? Or is that something that you're like, all right, let me just are you actively saying, let me just focus on the present and this is what, what's um, important right now. To be honest, I, I really couldn't tell you. It's just something yeah. that I've just kind of grown with. It's just, I'm never really too worried about, about what's, what's going on behind me. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's some days when I'm sitting down by myself and thinking about, all right, what's the next move? What's this and that? But then boom, something else pops up. So it's just kind of, I'm always on the go, on the go, on, on the, the go. go. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not, it's not really anything, um, that's too, that makes me think, okay, what, um, what did I do? I mean, yeah, obviously that happens with the past and you want to think about what's going on and what you could do better. But for me, it's always just kind of like, all right, that, that'll trigger and I just go. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, I did that then. All right, just do something different now. It's not really thinking about it and dwelling on it. Like we said yesterday, but mm. it's kind of always moving. Awesome. Awesome. Um, so as we kind of, as you're setting yourself up for 2018, mm-hmm. getting moving forward and looking to obviously invest more into your faith, do you have a vision or anything? God's put a vision on you for what you're looking to get involved in, accomplish um, for either for this, you know, for 2018 and maybe even as a bigger one for well, moving I, forward. I put a goal on myself. I wanted to, for this year coming up, I wanted to 
read the Bible. <laughs> yeah, I wanted, I wanted to dig. I wanted to dig deeper, so I put uh, goal on myself was to actually actively read the Bible, and I think mm-hmm. that's what um, I don't know if that's what God called me to do, or just kind of. I mean, clearly it's what because He knows what's what's gonna happen before. Mm-hmm. So I think it was just kind of something that it was just thrust upon me, like and so I felt, hey, I think I'm gonna do this moving forward. So awesome. I think reading the Bible, I could read the Bible. I mean, um, like I, like I told you yesterday, we got all devotionals coming up too. So yeah. Just kind of trying to dig deeper, getting into reading. <laughs> yeah, no, it's important. It's important. I mean, I think there's different ways that we hear the word of God, right? Yeah. And I think one of them is through scripture. Mm-hmm. And that's probably the, the cornerstone for the most part, too. So yeah. even setting that that kind of, that might, people might think of as a small thing, mm-hmm. it's big because, I mean, there's it's, it's a beast. There's it's 60, huge. 66 books, <laughs> yeah. right? So it's like you're you're, you're signing it's, up for a lot, but also, but you, can, but you can break it up, right? And yeah. there's... There's ways that you can approach it and get into the Bible and and look at these different parables that Jesus taught and learn about you know all, all the stuff going on without having to get I think overwhelmed and I think a lot of people too. when they see Christianity or they see getting further in their faith they think that they're going to get overwhelmed or, mm-hmm. or that it's going to be it's a daunting task right um, for you how have you been able to I I think it's admirable that you're continuously investing and in, trying to investigate and learn more. How have you been able to kind of take it one chunk at a time? Um, well, just kind of, like I said before, just kind of rolling. Yeah. So, I mean, for me, I, like I told you, I, I want to I wanted kind of, I know there's more to more to Christianity and faith than what I'm doing right now. And I know, like I told you, I'm not a surface, I can't say I'm a surface Christian, but I'm also not the deep, like the dig deep Christian yet. Yeah. I'm in somewhere in the middle. Mm. So, I'm still trying to figure out what... Uh, What's what's next, and how, how do I dig deeper in my faith and moving forward with Christ? So, awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, and just the last the last few questions I had. Um, what advice do you have for people who are looking to get more, you know, get more involved in their faith? Um, just do it. Just do it. <laughs> you just gotta. You just gotta. Just like Nike, you gotta, yeah, just just like Nike, you gotta just buckle down and do it. It's not like Jesus don't doesn't wait. He's not waiting for anybody. He just kind of just. Just do it. Just do it. There's not. There's no pressure. No. No discourse. No. Nothing really. You just gotta just do it. Just get stuck in. Yeah. No. <laughs> I. Do it. Just I, agree. In. I agree. I agree. Just and just I think even it's, just, it's the small steps, right? I mean, we mentioned so many things have started from even just Bible studies. Mm-hmm. So I think these, what even these small things that you do do matter because we look at you know Bible studies that have happened. The guys like us start from a Bible study. Yeah. Um, my other friend EP, who's probably uh, listening right now on the Facebook Live, Instagram Live, started uh, United Movement through mm-hmm. Bible study too, YMCA Bible, Bible study. study. <laughs> um, and I mean, who knows how many more Bible studies no, to come that are going to kind of bloom? Yeah. yeah, Bible study nation, man. Um, but I think just starting small, opening up, opening up that first page. Yeah, and just and just get into it, get into, down, it. get into it, and get into your faith. Awesome yeah. and. Cool. And I just want to ask what just what what else um, has been on your mind recently, or just other things that you want to share um, that on my mind recently. Like I said, I just kind of want to like I told you, dig deeper. Dig deeper. I just want to I want to kind of be grounded in my faith. I know it's something that uh, people say a lot, but it's something that I actually want to do. Something yeah. that I just kind of want to move forward with in my life because I know I'm not getting any younger. <laughs> not getting younger. <laughs> not getting younger. So, I mean, and I'm there. I'm there. I'm there, but I'm not. 
there, yeah. There, there. Yeah, I'm yeah. Right there, yeah. I'm, I'm on the, I'm on the, I'm right there. The book is there. I just gotta dive into it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So football as well. Um, what, what's the goals? Football. Um, so right now the unicorns are kind of where I'm leaning towards heading back to. Okay. <laughs> Go okay. you. But um, I'm just kind of just like I said, just kind of pray on it and uh, just just ask God and just to guide me moving forward. Cool. But I think that's like the next step. I mean, we had a good group of guys that uh, that I played with last year. I mean, 17 and 0. And you win a championship, can't can't fault that. But yeah, just kind of whatever whatever God's next step is for me is what's going to happen. So awesome. Can't really plan without adding him in the equation. <laughs> That's smart. And I think when we think about dreams, um, I think it's all. I think there's a tough distinction uh, distinction to make, right, between mm-hmm. dreams. And I actually I like to use the word vision instead of dreams. That's yeah. why I said it earlier. Um, because I think when we think about dreams, we, we have to be careful and just align, aligning them with what God wants it to be too, right? Yeah. It's his plan. And obviously we're, we're part of that because we're, we're, it's our relationship with him, but mm-hmm. it's important to see really kind of what that is and discern what those mean. So I think that's, I think that's great that, that you are, you know, mindful of that and think about that. And that's, um, that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's the way it's going to move forward. Life's not easy, man. <laughs> no. Life is not easy, especially at our age, yeah, we're just trying to f- figure it out. So if you can add somebody in that'll help you figure it out, and just calling calling God and kind of qu- get in a quiet place and just pray and ask for guidance. That's kind of that's kind of a good step to start with. Awesome, awesome. Um, and then just to wrap up, I want to know where people can find you as well. Social media. Oh yeah, you can find me on social media, um, Instagram, Facebook. Um, I'm gonna get my number out, but. Um, yeah, yeah. Instagram, Facebook. Um, Instagram, Facebook. Um, awesome. Sweet. All right. Well, just to close up, I love you. That's awesome. Heavenly Father, thank you for bringing me and Tyler together today again after after yesterday's uh, awesome prayer prayer summit. Um, I want to thank thank you for bringing him into my life, and thank you for giving me the strength and power to kind of seek you and dig deeper. And um, I just pray that Tyler is traveling mercies when he goes back to D.C. and um, help him with whatever you see fit that you deem should be good for him and his life moving forward and keep his bless his family, um, everybody watching, um, family and friends, uh, my family here. Um, can you just please bless everybody and keep them safe and just Help us grow and let us shine your light all over this world for everybody to see. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. All right, guys. Thanks, everyone, for joining. Appreciate y'all, and we are out. Peace.